0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, how you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. A couple of months ago, I told you nice folks that the uproar over pitchers doctoring baseballs was just a lame excuse for the poor hitting in the game. And I'm here to say now, nothing at all has changed since the last time we spoke. In fact, it's worse than ever. And the problem is not doctored baseballs, it's just dumb hitters. And from what I've seen this past week, the hitters are indeed dumber than ever. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. And I'm not coming on here to disparage hitters. Okay. It's just shocking to me. And that's the only thing I can say. It's a dumb approach to getting in the batter's box. You know, this whole uproar, you you heard me say it uh, when I did that podcast on on doctored baseballs and the spin rate with pitchers and putting this on a ball and that on a ball. And I said at the time, that was not the main problem. The main problem was analytics And launch angles and going for the home run and and forgetting about small ball and all that. And I maintain that's the same scenario now that it was then. Same situation. Only now I believe it's worse. I, I, I truly believe it's worse. Now look, it's not just baseball in any sport. When you are on a bad losing streak, let's say, I don't know that there are good losing streaks, but you know what I'm talking about. Let's say a lengthy losing streak and things aren't going your way, nothing looks good. Everybody looks like they're struggling. You can see blank looks and faces. But the really good ones get out of it. Really good ones get out of it. In all sports. You know, if, if you, you can't knock down the three in basketball, you got to work to get out of it. If you can't put the puck in the net, you got to work to get out of it. If you can't complete your passes or catch the passes coming your way, you got to work to get out of it. In baseball, you got to work to the, to get out of it. But you got to know how to work to get out of it. And that's what drives me crazy in baseball and I've seen it this week. To me, it just became uglier than ever. Uglier than ever. And my example, well, well, it really struck me this past week. My example is the New York Mets. They've been in a free fall. They, you know, they went on an 11-game road trip out west. They stunk the joint out. They went to and nine it was awful and and they're not playing good baseball just just the other night they snapped a four game they snapped a four game losing streak but uh, they snapped that on Saturday night on Friday night the Mets lost um 2-1 in a 2-1 loss to the um Washington Nationals all right, in a 2-1 loss to the Washington Nationals, folks, there were a grand total of 28 strikeouts in the game. 28 strikeouts in the game. We're not talking Sandy Koufax on the mound. We're not talking Cy Young was on the mound. We're not talking Bob Gibson was on the mound. 28 Ks. Met batters fanned 11 times. National batters fanned 18 times. But the more I watched in the game, and, and in particular this past, well, two weeks, because watching the Mets, uh, you know, that's my team of interest, watching them, and I'm like, just shaking my head. Not because they were losing. I've been in this business long enough and I've been in the fan before I was in the business. I've seen streaks come and I've seen streaks go. I've seen the good streaks come. I've seen the good streaks go. I've seen the bad streaks come. I've seen the bad streaks go. But I watch these Mets batters getting up to the plate and this is what I say. And this goes, look, well, let me give you an example of the Mets batters. They go to the plate And, okay, if you're not hitting your stride, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to think, figure out what am I going to do about it? Because if you're going to go up to the plate and just guess, chances are guessing is what got you into the problem in the first place. Guess hitting does not work in baseball. Now, you can guess right. You can guess right, and God bless you if you can. But it's a very dangerous way to live by by guessing what the pitch is going to throw at you. I think, let me get into the batter's box. Okay, so Russ Salzberg is getting into the batter's box, or Joe Schmo is getting into the batter's box. And, you know, this lefty's on the mound. Now, this lefty knows that... Russ here has problems with the inside of the plate, okay? So if if I know I have problems on the inside of the plate, and I think the pitcher knows this, what am I going to be thinking? What am I going to be thinking? Is he going to try and jam me on the inside of the plate? Is he going to try to throw me a backdoor curve or a slot? You got to think. If I was having trouble on the outside of the plate. You, you got to think. Okay, well now, wait a minute. Now I'm in a plate and he's got me 0-2 or 1-2 and 2 and he's been throwing me curveballs. What's he going to, what do I think he's going to do now? You got to have a plan. And I've seen time and time and time again, in particular, while the Mets have been on this slump, they don't have any kind of a plan. They acquired Javi Baez from the Cubs prior to the trading deadline. I'm not going to condemn the deal. In fact, I was glad that they got Javi Baez. I think Javi Baez is a good ball player, Very good for that matter. But you know what? very good, hasn't been good enough because this guy can be a whole lot better. Javi Baez strikes out at a scary rate. Javi Baez swings at the most god-awful pitches I've ever seen. I've watched him get up. A pitcher is not going to throw Javi Baez anything over the plate. Because the pitchers know Javi Baez swings at anything. So why the hell am I going to give him something good to hit? Javi Baez leads Major League Baseball this year with 151 strikeouts. 151 strikeouts. He played 91 games for the Cubs and now 16 for the Mets. He struck out 131 times for the Cubs, 20 for the Mets. He guesses when he gets to the plate. Am I going to get the pitch over the plate? Is the pitch going to come into me? I do not understand this. This is like, you know, last week I was talking to you guys about Little League Baseball. Guys and gals, excuse me. Well, it's the same thing. I can't believe I'm talking. This is something that a Little League kid should be taught. Think what you want to do when you get into the batter's box. What is this guy's best pitches? What should I look for? Is this guy a fireballer? Is he a junk pitcher? Is he a curveballer? What is he? Does he throw a lot of changeups? What is he? Not guessing. I see Francisco Lindor, who's a marvelous player. Maybe it's a combination of him pressing because he's gotten off to a lousy start and he's never been able to get out of it. I just I just see emptiness. I see being fooled time and time again. Jeff McNeil for the Mets really love this guy. I'm seeing Jeff, they know you you are a first pitch swinger. So you got to think. Just because you're a first pitch swinger, you might as well think about swinging only at a good pitch, not to be fooled, or not to ground into an out. I want to read you some statistics on Javi Baez. Now, this guy is a very good ball player. I like Javi Baez. But now that I get to watch him on an everyday basis, he frustrates the hell out of me. In 2014, his first year. Okay? 252 games. 52 games, he had 213 at bats. You know how many times he struck out? 95 times. 2016, he struck out 108 times. 2017, he struck out 144 times. And, uh, what I say? 17, 2018, 167 times. 2019, 156 times. Last year. In 2020, which was the short season, he played 59 games, 222 at-bats, he struck out 75 times. And as I said this year, he leads all of Major League Baseball with 151 strikeouts. And I believe, I am no batting batting instructor, okay? But I do believe a simple, common-sense approach can help get you out of the funk. Look, Pete Alonzo on the Mets is a terrific power hitter. Is a terrific power hitter. But I'm starting to believe, and, and the past couple, the past week or so, he's had some clutch home runs, game tying home runs, clutch home runs. But in one of my previous podcasts with you, you heard me describe in baseball today, we no longer have what I call power hitters. What we have today is what I call feast or famine hitters. It's all or nothing at all. I was saying that, if you recall, when the, me- uh, excuse me, the Yankees were going through their doldrums and God bless the Yankees for turning it around. You know, they just had a 13 game winning streak snapped. Uh and I would say this right now. Listen, when you're going good, no one's going better than the Yankees right now. They're hotter than a pistol. Hotter than firecrackers. Firing on all cylinders. But but you've heard me criticize, be it Stanton, be it Judge, be it all of them. Launch angles and this and that. Have an approach. And, and I'm glad I'm mentioning the Yankees now, because trust me, they're firing on all cylinders. I mean, they're the last team anybody wants to face right now. But, you know, with a, just a little bit of a snap of the finger, they can it can turn the opposite way, and you got to be able to get out of it. But the reason I was saying, uh, and it's I think it was when the Yankees were going bad, they're feast of famine hitters. I don't need just a home run or a, a strikeout. I need base hits. I need base hits. When I see Pete Alonso getting up with the bases loaded, you're down a run, and you got a chance to do something, I don't need a grand salami. I don't need a home run. I need a base hit. I need to shorten up my stroke. I need a base hit. And I'll tell you, Pete, God bless him. When I say a guess hitter, I see him guessing an awful lot. Well, if you guess right with that big, powerful swing, you can hit it out of the park. But when you're struggling, you need to make contact. You need to hit the ball. You need to shorten your approach and use common sense. It it frustrates me so much to watch this because these guys are better than that. They're better. I've seen the Mets go into this awful, awful slump. And to me... There is no approach to get out of it. They released Chili Davis, you know, from being the batting coach. Okay. I guess it wasn't Chili's fault. The, the, The Mets just, when I see them get in, and I'm talking about all of them. Michael Conforto, who I love, I want him to stay in Mets, but he's had a dreadful year. He hit a big three-run home run the other night, helped the Mets snap that four-game losing streak. But you've been struggling all year. Francisco Lindor, you've been struggling all year. J.D. Davis, you were going really well. Then you're struggling. You gotta be able to get out of it. You gotta look in the mirror and say, "Why am I struggling?" Okay, you know. Sometimes the other, you give credit to the other guy. You know who I'm. I'm gonna give kudos to now. It always struck me when he was playing Derek Jeter. People don't realize it. Derek Jeter used to strike out a hundred times a season. A hundred times a season. In fact, I think he averaged more than 100 times a season for his career. Derek was one of those guys, though, that I always felt, always felt when he came to the plate, he knew what he was thinking. He knew what he was doing. Now, Derek had his slumps. I remember he once got off, I forget the year it was, got off to a dreadful start. I mean, he, he was struggling still. It was in June. He, he, he got off to a, a miserable first two months of the season, okay? But he wasn't striking out because he wasn't thinking. You know, sometimes it's the way you swing, what's going good for you. When you're not going good, goes against you. You got to work to get out of it. Power hitters in general have always had tons of strikeouts. Go back to Babe Ruth, go to Reggie Jackson, whoever the hell you want. Power hitters strike out because they're swinging for defenses. But power hitters, the really great ones... Swing with common sense. Not so, I should, let me correct myself. Not just swing with common sense, but they get into the batter's box with common sense. If I don't need a bomb, I don't have to give you a bomb. Maybe I need a line drive base hit to knock in a run or two. Maybe I just need to get that fly ball to the outfield to get a run home. And I don't see that at all today. I don't see that approach at all, and, you know, I, I see it more, you, you know, I guess somebody could say I'm picking on the Mets now, and I guess that would be fair to say, but I'm picking on the Mets simply because they've been front and center in my vision the past uh, couple of weeks. But, But really... They just, it's, there's no approach when they get up to the plate. It's like, let me get up to the plate and see what happens. That doesn't get you out of the doldrums. Here, I just looked something up. I'm looking at Derek Jeter. I mean, here's a guy, uh, his 162 game average of strikeouts would be 109. 96, 1996, 102 strikeouts, 97, 125, 98, 119, 99, 116, 2099, 2001, 99, 2002, 114, 2003, 88, 2004, 99, 2005, 117, 2006, 102, 2007, 100 uh 85 and eight uh 90 in 2009 106 and ten you follow what I'm saying folks now Derek is a lifetime 310 hitter okay Derek also God bless him had 260 you know 260 bombs I mean you know I'm talking about a Hall of Fame player you know and the reason I'm using Derek as an example of recent name you know. But, but he didn't come up looking dizzy. And that's what frustrates me. Sometimes guys get fooled. Sometimes you see a batter, like whether it be was Derek or anybody else just walking away from the plate, shaking their head, says, okay, he got me there. Good for the pitcher. Got to give the pitcher credit. But like, as I said, we're not talking about facing Sandy Koufax. We're not talking about facing Bob Gibson or Don Drysdale. Or Randy Johnson, or Pedro Martinez. When I, mean, those guys made grown men's knees buckle. And this analytical bullshit with launch angles, it, it's, if that, if that's what they're teaching in the minor leagues, these guys are going are coming up to the big leagues, to the, to the big show, as they say, and they are just going to be a glutton for punishment. I I even watched, <laughs> and I don't want to make this about Little League again, but I even watched, they were talking about it on, on a Little League show that, that I was watching, uh, you know, one of the games. Nah, eh, the kids don't bunt. They're even having a home run derby, or, or was on the other, a, a home run derby for Little Leaguers. What are we doing? I'm the first one to say I love watching a bomb. But you know what? I also love watching batters move runners around. I, I still love watching small ball. I love watching manufacturing a run. I love when a guy gets on base and steals bases. I that that's, my, my first hero was Maury Wills. Stole 104 bases in 1962. You're going to tell me Maury Wills and Lou Brock, and more recently, you know, uh, Ricky Henderson... Those guys weren't exciting players to watch. That wasn't exciting baseball. That was go-go baseball. I, I mean, really, there is no approach when people get into the plate today. I, I shouldn't say no approach. That That's not fair because I'm generalizing everybody. That, that would not be fair. But guys get into the box, and I've watched it. And I've, in particular, with the Mets, I have watched it time and time again. The past couple of weeks, it's they're guessing. They're right up. To, I've seen some of the worst swings, the worst swings I've ever seen. I forget which game it was, but Alonso got up, and I think I don't know if he was the last out or next to the last out. He had a chance to do something. I mean. He just swung at a ridiculous pitch the first time. The next strike, another ridiculous pitch. He subsequent and missed, flailing away terribly. Uh, he, I think, he eventually popped out. But have an approach. What, what is this guy gonna try to do with me? this guy knows I'm a big ass power hitter he knows I'm a big strong guy where's he gonna try and get me if he's gonna try and beat me with a high fastball don't be a sap Pete Pete's got to say to himself no nah, I'm not I'm not gonna be a sucker for this I'm going to be patient and wait I'm making this sob come to me but they don't they don't That's why I said at the open, you got to have a plan. If you don't have a plan and and you're going to live by guessing, you're going to guess yourself into big trouble. And that's where the Mets are right now. That's where they are right now. I mean, they need a miracle, literally a miracle to win this division because they're certainly not getting in by the wild card. And, and I just, to me, they did it to themselves. Now, don't get me wrong. They, they've had their issues. They, they 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 lose Jacob deGrom and, you know, guys have been hurt. I, I get that. Well, everybody gets that. There's no pity parties in sports. You got to deal with what you got to deal with. But you can't expect help If you're not going to help yourself and met batters just don't help themselves. In fact, they do the contrary. They hurt themselves. They get up there. And if you are getting into the batter's box without a plan, you're digging yourself a hole before the first pitch is thrown. It's common sense. Listen to me, folks. Baseball might look easy to most people, okay? Baseball might look easy to most people. You know, it doesn't have the, uh, you know, the the excitement, or when I say the excitement of, um, you know, the football, uh, basketball, running up and down hockey. You you know, baseball's a game you can sit and watch and schmooze at an easier pace there is nothing in sports nothing in sports harder more difficult than hitting a thrown baseball nothing i challenge anybody to tell me what's harder than that because you know what in baseball if you fail 70 if you're a batter and you fail 70% of the time you got a chance to make a fortune of money and be considered a really, really terrific hitter. Because if you fail 70% of the time, that means you're a 300 hitter. For crying out loud, that might get you into the Hall of Fame. Think about that. Baseball is very, hitting a baseball is a very difficult thing to do. And it is made more difficult because the guy throwing a baseball is not throwing it right down the middle teeing it up for you so you can smack it out. He's throwing uh, this, a four-seamer and a two-seamer. He's throwing a slider. He's throwing a hook. He's throwing a curveball. I mean, it's difficult. So that's why I'm saying, since it's so difficult, why be a putz and get into the batter's box without a game plan? You got to have a game plan. If you, got, if you have a game plan, I'm not saying it solves all problems, but I will tell you this much. If you have a game plan, it's going to give you a head start. It's going to give you a chance. You want to guess? Go ahead. It's your career. But you're not helping yourself and you're not helping your team. a game plan, let me think, let me think about what I want to do. And and again, folks, you've heard the old expression, it was a good expression in golf, there's uh, paralysis by analysis. And you know what? Baseball today suffers a lot of paralysis by analysis, from the analytics to, to how a guy with the launch angle and with this and with that. Just go in, have the batter get up with a game plan. Not a game plan for just how I'm going to hit a home run with my launch angle. Stick the launch angle up where, where, stick where the sun don't shine. No, let me get up to the plate and what's my approach? Well, first of all, are the bases empty? Do I got runners on, on base? Is there a guy on first? Is there a guy on first with no out? Is there a guy on, oh, guy's on sec with no out. Mm. Let, 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 let me hit a shot up the alley. Let me try and get one to right Think. 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 Have a game plan. Have a game plan. And that's something that most batters today, in my estimation, don't have. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russalsberg.com. Big time thank yous to my home here at Believe.com. Because as you know, folks, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there. Because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Talk to you next time. And if you know any baseball players, tell them to have a game plan, huh? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.